Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Good evening, and welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast, the best damn podcast on the internet, for shenanigans, hijinks, surrounding horror movies, video games, television, comic books, beer, come early and often, I am Carlos Rivera, Mr. Adam R. Griffin, who doesn't know how to drink a water bottle, and on the other side, the thirds, Rob Horowitz Christie. follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine. The handle is always in the show notes. The show it's the damn on Instagram and it's the damn enchiladas podcast. Gentlemen, how do you do? Well, I'm great. Um, just had a sip of water. Actually, you know what? Seen the bit, no, seen the bit no, coming. no, no, no. Let's hear from Rob first. Rob, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Now, the only reason hey, I'm saying this is because I saw because I, I saw Griff two weeks ago, so <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen you forever. That's so. true. Plus, Rob, how's your, how's I, know, I know better. I know better now. I don't actually like right now. My camera's on, but I'm not looking at you guys. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why wouldn't you look at us? Ever what, the uh, hell you want to do? Huh? What, What's that? what could be possibly going on that you wouldn't want to see right now? I don't know. My sociology homework, maybe for, for one. Wait, you don't want to see your sociology homework? So it's so you're not looking at anything. Um. No, I'm looking at some. Uh, D&D Beyond, actually, right now. Uh, okay. For all those who weren't aware, yes, the new one of the new books did come out. Um, and I got it! I got it! This band's Treasury of Dragons. <sighs> I'm going to be reading about dragons for days. However, today is uh, October 27th, and we are here for another installment of Nightmare Theater. Sorry. What? Nightmare. Nightmare City, that's right, based off of WNUV 54 out of Baltimore. Nightmare Theater that used to run on Saturdays uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s. It's a fun time. Thought I'd bring the fun here. Um, it's an homage to uh, spooky programming on the weekend or whenever you press play on these episodes. So, uh, so what do we got? Where do we want to start? Because we got we got three selections, the three of us, of course. Where, where are we starting here? Who, who, who? Hey, 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 Carlos. Not me. I'm not gonna start. Why not? I always start. Well, guess what? I'm asking you if you want to start now. Well, you you're the one that picked the weird movie. I picked the weird <laughs> movie. Is it a cartoon? <laughs> Who would do wow. that? Oh, <clears throat> you know, you know that movie terrified me for 
scarred you as a child, Adams. Don't don't try to say that Transformers movie is not scary. Um, it is not a horror movie, but there are scary elements involved. One, well, you you did say I want I can't I can't quote you because you can't quote me. Shot. So be careful because my memory is shot. So I'm gonna paraphrase, right? Mm, we'll see. Okay, so. Uh, the 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 gist, right? The gist of this um, section of our podcast um, was what movies did you want to watch with others to discuss? Okay. Not specifically a horror movie. Okay. I I, I Rob. For once, I'm backing you up. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't. I said. Was it a cartoon? I didn't come down on whether or not it was bad that it was picked. You said, was it a horror movie? That I just can't remember. <laughs> Legit. I can't remember. <laughs> if I could remember, I'd be like, hey, all right. You, but you I literally remember. just said it. I literally, literally just said it. Yeah, and guess what? Guess what? You forgot already? I can't remember. Okay. I forgot already. All right. Called you know what? Bad short-term memory. So, Rob, since Carlos doesn't want to go. And he wants to say that I picked a weird movie. Uh, considering the title of the segment is Nightmare Theater, what movie did you pick? Considering that the title of the segment is As You Said, uh, I chose a movie that when I was uh, a much younger thirds, Wait, they did in fact, when you were a kid? I know, it's hard to believe, you know, that once you move past the silent era, it just all went all over the place, didn't it? But, um, I chose a movie that gave me nightmares when I was that when I was uh, eight years old. I think is how old I was when this came out, uh, and that was Transformers the movie, nineteen eighty six. And the reason I chose it is well, for one thing, Adam kind of already said this, but I'm going to say it again. It's not a horror movie, but uh, it did scare the hell out of a. Uh, out of people who were Transformers fans at that time, because they weren't going to be any older than, for the most part, between 6 and 10? 12, maybe? That's who I feel that uh, that the television show was aimed at. And at that time, the show had not... I might be about to tell a lie, because I can't remember what season the first actual like Transformer death happened in. Uh, it's the Jetfire episode. Yeah, yeah. But they brought Jetfire back in season six. Any anything that had kind of like killed off a character hadn't really taken place because everybody had been written back into the show that could be written back into the show. So knowing that, the fact that in the first fifteen minutes of Transformers the movie, they kill off. 15 characters or so that had been mainstays in the television show and to boot I want to say that every single one of those Transformers they killed in that movie had toys yep so not only did they just immediately just go ahead and slap these children just punch them right in the stomach be like hey you know Ironhide did you like him he's dead and it's not, it's not, uh, 
not a bunch of off-camera death either. You watch a lot of these Transformers just get shot to pieces. And uh, it's the first time, and it's really the first time that they show they show anything like that in this in uh, in the Transformers arena. Because even when Jetfire dies, he just rams into the dirt or uh, into the ice, excuse me, sacrificing himself and leaving nothing. Like instead of leaving like his wrecked body, they just show like this glowing sigil on the ground to mark the spot where he uh, sacrificed himself. If I recall correctly, been a minute since I watched that episode. So yeah, the first the first fifteen twenty minutes of that movie are awful. There's a scene later uh, for someone that age, and then later on you meet the Sharktacons, and one of the first things you see them do is rip apart some poor innocent uh, robot. I don't know if you should call them a transformer or not. Who was the last survivor of his planet that had been consumed by Unicron? Unicron itself being kind of a horrifying thing to behold. Because the first thing it does is eat two of Cybertron's moons. And it's like, what the hell? What are you doing? Why are you deliberately trying to scar your audience? Anyway, that's why I chose Transformers the movie. So, here's my here's my issue, right? Being a, an older gentleman now, you know, in my 40s, from, from you know, when I was eight, Adam, freaking that face, um, fucking go. <laughs> the guy whose idea this was, like, I understand. Like back then, I didn't understand why they would, you know, have all this happening in a movie. But I get it. I get it now. You get, you get old and bitter and tired and distressed. And you're like, f these kids. Like, what, what, what good have they done for us? So I can see, I can understand how uh, someone like you—you you hired Orson Welles to do the voice, like, like you—you you guys all went all out to like fuck with little kids' like heads. And I'm all yep. for it. I'm all for it. I'm fine. I just didn't mean if we hadn't got to Rodimus Prime, would I have felt the same way? I'm not sure. Uh, I think Rodimus Prime is. One of, if not the most underrated heroic Autobot in the franchise, for the simple fact that he is set up to fail from the jump because he's following in Optimus Prime's footsteps. Um, uh, the horror elements of the movie itself—I mean, Unicron's about as close to cosmic horror the Transformers universe has ever come to. I mean, they're sacrificing Transformers that he captures into what is pretty much his stomach acid. He has tentacles and shit living inside of him that make cicada noises. Like, it's... That movie reaches a height that they have not been able to get to since. Throughout the entirety of the franchise. Um, there's hope. With uh, Rise of the Beast and the Beast Wars stuff coming into a lot of action, but uh, it remains to be seen. They've been chasing that thing. They've been chasing that movie uh, for 35 years and still haven't caught up with it. So, but that's not One. the only time the Transformers went into some spooky shit. Thanks to a two-parter known as Dark Awakening. Now, Rob, I added on to your, 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 your shindig here, so uh, I will let you uh, carry on with your thoughts from Transformers the movie 
leading over to uh, the Dark Awakening. So, like I said, the first first 15 or so minutes of Transformers the movie, you see a lot of regular characters die. And uh, you might wonder, did the series follow the events of the movie? And the answer is, they, it sure as hell did. Because in Dark Awakening, the first part of it, they find this rogue uh, tomb... Sh- they, uh, they get Ultra Magnus and Rodimus Prime and a handful of the other remaining Transformers being harassed by... Uh, you know, dickheads, and they, and they gotta they gotta land on this. They have to separate their ship. They blow up the part of it that they're not using, and they end up crashing slash landing on this what turns out to be a old tomb ship. So the first one of the first things they see on the tomb ship is uh, I think it's Daniel, isn't it? Who's like, what you know, what is this? And he walks into walks down a hallway and sees like the plaque for I think it's Ironhide's plaque as a matter of fact is the first one he sees like the, his remnants are buried on the ship along with uh, a hell of a lot of other characters because they thoroughly trimmed that roster with that movie the Decepticons follow them onto the tomb ship that progresses for a while and they're like oh shit we're trapped and then suddenly a gun fires and uh they turn around and see Optimus Prime, not the ghost of Optimus, not some spirit, Optimus Prime standing there shooting at the Decepticons. And the Decepticons are like, nah, fuck this, we're leaving. <laughs> He's supposed to be dead. And then the whole thing, it turns out, is a real elaborate trap by the Quintessons, who are even bigger pieces of crap than you would have gleaned from the movie. What I, I I just like to say this about that. It's like, what was the what was the actual point of that? Just to be assholes? Like, were uh, they just trying to screw them over? Yeah, they wanted they wanted to wipe out Rodimus in the Matrix. I guess that makes sense since uh since the the Autobots kind of screwed up the thing they had going on the planet with the Sharktacons, and the Sharktacons are presumably now, if they can get organized enough, trying to find them because the Quintessons are in hiding at this point. The, the Quintessons are, because uh, they found out in the Five Faces of Darkness miniseries that the Quintessons uh, created the Transformers. And then they split up between Autobots and Decepticons due to the war and all that fun stuff. So the Quintessons are just mad. Like, this is like early ancient aliens. Like, stuff. yeah. 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 Really, really uh, esoteric stuff via a toy line. So, <laughs> uh, so the Quintessons are just mad. And, uh, yeah, they, they set traps and stuff. And they, they essentially build... They reanimate Optimus Prime, but he somehow has enough actual... He, he ends up with just enough awareness after Rodimus Prime is like, no, no, you take this Matrix, I don't want this bullshit. And basically just opens Prime's chest and shoves it in there, like, nope, nope, this is yours now, you're the leader again. Thanks a lot. And, and then Optimus shoots him. <laughs> It's like, sorry, dude. Boom. <laughs> but, uh, and they, they basically, they just tried to set up Optimus to wipe out the rest of the Autobots. And then presumably, I don't think this is ever touched on, but then presumably destroy himself. He flies, he ends up, I don't know if that was part of their plan or not. It just seems like something that they would do. Yeah, well, he has just enough awareness to be like, okay, I can't stay because I'm going to kill everybody. 
let me pilot this tomb ship into the sun. And that was the end of Optimus Prime forever, and you never see that character again. Oh wait! Actually, it wasn't the sun. I think I think a bomb was going to blow, uh, blow up, and he's piling oh, it away. Uh, that's right. Well, the Quintessons had set up like uh, they had revealed their location, quote end quote, and they were going to the planet that they thought the Quintessons were on, and then they the Quintessons had set up a giant effing bomb to explode when they were going to land on it and it was going to destroy the Autobots and their whole fleet and whatnot. Yeah. So then we get, we get that lasting image. And again, it's horror in Transformers where, uh, prime is falling apart and his, his optics Ooh, are coming out of his head and everything. And he's got one arm and you see all the circuitry and whatnot. And, uh, it's gross. Dude, he's decaying <laughs> like a... Eight. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's decaying like a fucking like zombie. It. It's like, what the hell? When I had... Uh, it had been, a cartoon. Yeah, Sorry. right? It had been a long time since I saw that episode, so when I rewatched it for this, I was like... Man, I was like eight or nine years old when I was watching this. How am I not... And then I thought, how am I not more effed up? And, you know... I mean, let's not let's not have that conversation on this podcast. <laughs> we will not today. And but we will. There was one more. Yeah. yeah well, OK, not, not on this episode of this podcast. Uh, and there was one more. Was it also a two parter, Griff? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. I also can't remember what the hell it was called. It was called The Return of Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the character that I just said we never see again and is irrelevant forever. And also has, in my opinion, kind of a giant horror element. These, so you see uh, you see the ship Primus piloting about to collide with uh, the, explo- the explosion that will inevitably destroy him. Except a couple of people testing a new kind of uh, alloy that's basically supposed to withstand supernovas, if I remember correctly. Find the ship. Drag Primes, now uh, mostly mended, might I add, big ass out of that, off that ship, and they take him back to take him back to Earth. And you might think that's fantastic. I mean, who doesn't want to see Optimus Prime back? Well, except they also bring back something else, and that something else is uh, what's the best way to describe this? It's I think very they call lively. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I don't remember if they they call it something like a hate spore. It's yeah, it's it's a rust plague of hate. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like a fun time. Yep. Sure is. And it infects like ninety-eight percent of the planet Earth. It starts out just infecting transformers and then moves on to infecting people. That's not real. Yeah, that, that could never happen, right? <laughs> we, we surely so, we unite against such a thing. You know, yeah. almost, we trust the science on that two, one, right? Almost two years later. Um, <laughs> fuck. And the, uh, the end of that episode leaves us with Optimus Prime. He's still, you know, actually alive. Because the, the, they forced the Quintesson, a Quintesson, to uh, repair him. And a handful of other Transformers that have gotten effed up uh, because of the, the hate spores, the hate virus. 
at the end of the day, Optimus has to open up the Matrix and uh, unleash its wisdom upon the entire population, not just of Earth, but I think they say of like the known universe at the time, because it has spread that far in a very, very short period of time. Yeah, I think I think that's my favorite storyline in all of Transformers. The fact that like the rollout they do where Ultra Magnus uh summons every Autobot they've got <laughs> in like a three minute sequence. And nope, they all get turned. It is like yep. like out of anything they do with the live action stuff, this is the storyline I want to see. Like give give Peter Cullen Oh. That one last performance of heroic yeah. Optimus Prime in live action. Just that's that's the one storyline they need to do, in my opinion. How old is Peter Cullen now? Old. I think he is, and we can get rid of the dead air. There's no dead air. He's old. Peter Cullen is my friends. He's a Canadian voice actor who was born in blah blah blah. So he is seventy one. Yes, blah blah blah. Eighty. He's younger than my dad, but not by much. But yeah, that uh, I'm not sure which of those scenes has the most. uh, None of those is horror, per se. At least I don't. I, th- I think I'd have a hard time saying it's a horror episode. Horror episode. Although uh, Dark Awakening, if it's not, it comes really close. Um, I think the fact that you have any conscious being in the population of the universe being turned into this hate rage monster—that's pretty horrific. That's I, that I, I is. Think, I, I think it counts. So, Transformers the movie. I think we'd all agree, not a horror movie, but one that is not without horror elements. I felt like that was like your clothing argument. That was great. I love it. (laughs) In in closing, I would like to state that, according to my thesis and my outline, it's a great movie. Look, my notes over here on the screen. No, I'm kidding. There's no notes. So I have a question for you, Rob. Hit me. You knew what you were getting yourself into when you watched Transformers again, right? I did. Did you know what you were getting yourself into when we go to... You know, you know what I want to talk about. The movie I chose. What, uh, what movie was that? God. The most disgusting <laughs> Western uh, ever. Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. What what what? <laughs> I mean, me and Griffin already had seen it. So, um, this movie for me is how do I say? It? We were we're I I, I think we we can agree that the three of us are big fans of Tombstone in the movie. And so yeah. whenever we think about a western, we either think of Unforgiven mostly or Tombstone because during our time, those were the ones that came out in the nineties. Now. Tombstone was, you know, fucking fantastic. Um, so th- if you're going to tell me, hey, Kurt Russell is in another Western, then I'm going to have to watch it, right? But then you're, someone sneaks into my ear and says, 
hey, it has horror elements. I'm like, what? This is a horror western? I was not ready for the end of that movie. Those last 30 minutes. Yeah. And we, I just went, this movie came out like six years ago? Five, five, six years ago? Yeah. So we weren't eight years old. No. I was a grown-ass <laughs> man when I saw this. Yes. That shit fucked my head up. I had nightmares. 39 years old. Having nightmares about cannibals, cannibalistic Native Americans. Oh, man. I thought ravenous was bad. <laughs> Brownness has nothing on this movie, let me tell you. When they get caught in the cave. Yep. Well, what were your thoughts on that, Rob? Uh, <laughs> oh, when, uh, when they drag the deputy out. Or the other deputy out, and the older deputy is just trying to tell, convince him the whole time that he'll be avenged. Because what the hell else do you say to somebody you're about to get, you're about to watch get, uh, what's the, bisected is the word I'm going to go with. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to see somebody get sawed in half like that anytime again real soon, but lo and behold, uh, there we were. I didn't. I didn't think I was going to see any of what I saw in this movie when I saw it. Like, and that's a good thing. Like it was. Oh my god, man! When I first saw this movie, I was telling Griff, I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what this is just, just why? Why aren't there more movies like this?" I don't know, Carlos. Why aren't there more movies like this? Because <laughs> how many of, nightmares do you? Oh my god! <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Why aren't there? Well, how many nightmares do you want? We can figure this out. Um. <laughs> well, now I sleep through everything, so it doesn't really matter to me. Like as soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm out for the night, which is great. Um. However, if I were to see this movie again, like in the movie theater, the lights off. And I watch this with the lights on during the middle of the day again. Um, I'm not watching movies with the lights off anymore after playing Blair video game. I'm I'm a little weak, little punk, whatever. I don't care, but it's crazy. Goddamn, Native Americans doing some crazy ass shit. Was Kurt Russell's yeah. mate? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, great. Well, um, the dude from Party Five. Yeah, Matthew Fox. Yeah, Matthew Fox. Like that, it was, it was a good, great cast. Yeah. Everyone was, it was, it was, it was well acted. It wasn't like you know one of these Steven Seagal movies. Um, like that took a direct hit at him. Fuck you, Steven Seagal. Um, I don't know. It's one of my. It's actually one of my favorite movies, but it did give me a, a goddamn horrific, terror fright for like. Three days. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I think we won't see any movies like that uh, for quite some time due to uh, some very uh, untimely tropes concerning uh, cannibalistic natives and things of that nature. Um, you know, world's moving on. You know, that subject matter can uh, stay where it is because we don't have the uh, uh, 
patience or willingness to, to put up with, with those kind of portrayals anymore, I don't think. So, uh, which is good, you know, new stories. Um, I think you need the characterization in the movie to go down the way it does to make what happens in the cave stand out that much more. Um, you know, without that kind of build up, you don't get the impact of the cave scenes at all. So, but yeah, it's a it's definitely one of those movies that stands out just because of what it does. And I, I doubt anybody's going to take a swing like that again anytime soon. No, there's no, there's no. Mm-mm. It sucks, especially especially not not from. Uh, a, a filmmakers of a certain ilk, if you will. Correct. Um, which is, um, I mean, you know what though? It it actually it will it will um, what's the word? It will for I don't not say force. Force is too too strong a word, but make me make filmmakers now do things a little differently. Maybe get tired of seeing this old same shit for the yeah. last forty years. You know. Um, everyone's retreading all these movies, you know, like, hey, why are we getting this movie? Why are they making Scarface for the third time? Like, really? Do we need to see Scarface for the third time? Um, the answer is yes, by the way, because I will go watch it, but <laughs> my point is, is is that we need to stop recycling stuff. Yeah, We need to stop recycling the, the tropes and all the things and, and think differently. Like, so yeah, if we're forced now to make different kinds of films because of um, because of the way things are in our society, and that's that's fine. We can still we can still find a way to watch horror movies. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. still find a way to scare someone without like pissing someone off or like um, insulting anyone or putting them down. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I know that's a lot coming from me, but <laughs> we'll, um, we'll get you there. Well, shut up. And then the movie. <laughs> <laughs> just teeing it up. Just just making sure. I would like to state to everyone that's not that cannot watch the podcast because Griffin Denver lets us live stream it, mm-hmm. um, which one day I will, um, unbeknownst to him. But yeah, you're that get time's it. not time's not here yet because yeah, because uh, I, I think he does not realize that I technically hold the rights to all it's the enchilada podcast videos. Um, <laughs> so with that being said. Adam, your movie. Just dig it. Yeah, what's up? Your movie, Impedagor. My movie. Impedagor, that's right. Yes, available on Shutter. Uh, why did you choose this movie? Why did I choose it? Because I wanted y'all to see the greatness. And, and get your subtitle on, that's all. Uh, no, I dig it. Um, I, I think that uh, subject matter and pacing is key. Especially when it comes to movies like like Impedagor. Um it's a tale of, of, of a young woman who ends up heading back to what is uh her, her childhood village that she didn't know about. And uh you can never go home again in more ways than one, let's put it that way. Um but no, I the effects are great, the tension is great, uh it has a great lead, great premise. Um, I was mainly I mainly picked it because I wanted to know your reactions and thoughts about the movie for both of you. So, Rob, you should know. 
Should know was coming. Should have known. What do you think? Should have known. Uh, I like this movie a lot. I enjoyed watching it quite a bit. I don't, I don't have any issues watching movies with subtitles. And I only say that to possibly maybe upset people who, for some reason, think that uh, if a movie isn't in English, it shouldn't be presented to them. <clears throat> but, uh, now, granted, I don't think any of those people are going to listen to this podcast. I hope not. I want you to restate what you just said, because I am so confused that you just (laughs) said this. Can you repeat yourself, please? Oh, I said that because of a very specific incident on the drive-in where they showed it. It was when they showed Audition, and some knob end was like, this movie's not even in fucking English. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, it would have been been handy to have context there. Yeah, thank you, because I'm I'm quick to jump to... These conclusions, so I need a little help. So thank you for indulging me in that. Um, yes, I have grown more accustomed to watching movies with subtitles. My oh, issue that... is I can't, I can't watch Spanish movies with subtitles. Is my issue. That speaking makes the sense. language. Yeah. <laughs> speaking the language, I, that's why I hate it when we played that fucking Halo in Spanish. Because <laughs> 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 the fault was that? Oh, shit. That was your <laughs> fault. That was, that, was, that was exactly my fault. Buy some $5 cheap eBay. <laughs> I was going to say, it was a Halo. cheap copy off eBay, but it was yeah, I remember all that. Spanish. <laughs> so this I happened now, how many years ago? I feel, yeah. Jesus <laughs> many. Christ, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, um, it's, it's been a minute. <laughs> so I now have gotten to a place where I can watch these movies without actually having to look at the subtitles because I'm getting the gist of what's going on. So I can enjoy the movie a little bit more. I'm sorry, but if you're sh- you're sh- creeping up on somebody and they're about to cut your throat or something, I don't need subtitles for that. I don't care. You, know, you don't need to, like, he gonna die. You know, like, horror's horror. Like, uh, I'm kind of amused by the, the detailed subtitles and scenes like that. You can, well, you can get a dub if you want to. Pro- the uh, the problem with that is like some companies use closed caption subtitles instead of just dialogue subtitles. Yeah. So you get the full description rather than just the dialogue, and some companies don't clarify whether you're using closed caption subtitles or just subtitles. So yeah, I would like to see some movement on that front. You know, just get, get keep the options a little bit more clear. You know? get, or if they want, get a dubbed version. We're not above dubbed versions. We're so used to watching Bob uh, as an example of our favorite dubbed character ever. Fucking Bob. That's right. That that Bob. That Bob. Rob's Rob's my favorite, favorite Bob, Bob character. <laughs> His favorite horror character ever. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> this was also my first foray into, and I really hope I'm remembering. That this was an Indonesian film, correctly? Yes. Okay, good. Look at you. Good. <laughs> and you didn't look it up on Wikipedia. Nope. No notes, nothing. I just actually remembered because it was. Just, okay, I read that in the description on Shutter, and I was like, okay, that's rad. And I just watch watch every country's horror offerings because, damn, some just good horror from. Any place you can, well, maybe not any place you can think of in the world, but from a hell of a lot of places in the world are producing uh, good horror movies. So now that we've got that out of the way, right? Now that you have succumbed to the horror side, you know, you're pretty much there now, which is great. 
um, we are going to start suggesting subtitled horror movies for you. Because some of the best horror movies are not English horror movies. And people need to understand that. Yeah. The Japanese do it better. Spain has amazing horror movies. You will, uh, for those out there who are listening to us, Wreck is fucking fantastic. The Orphanage, fantastic. The House at the End of the World, fantastic. Oh my god, what was the one that we I saw last year? Netflix, uh, the platform. Yeah. Whew. There is so much out there. So what's funny is we brought you on last season, Rob, to get you to this point. And I feel like a proud, uh, like my two dads with me and Adam, you know, like <laughs> we're, we're pushing you there. We're getting you there. I didn't want to say that I was a dad who's the mom or the other way around because you know, <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It could be it's two true. fathers. That's right. You, you were, <clears throat> once you started to explain, just kind of, it kind of, yeah, I know. I, you kind of just kind of messed it up. I know, I, yes, 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 I understand, but uh, I'm trying to cover all bases with our entire audience. I, I think they got it. I, I, I just want to be sure. I think they understand. You, you, aren't, um, you aren't trying to be exclusionary. Okay, so besides that, let's, let's go back. <laughs> um, let's talk to the actual, we haven't actually talked anything about this movie, which is funny. Right. The fucking puppets. Oh, <laughs> There was that puppets. Was so fuck. There were for yep. spoiler alert. There were puppets made out of dead children's skin. Yep. yep. I'm sorry, but that's that's instant like that's an instant five star rating for me, uh, for a horror movie. Yeah. And some baby chili and we're good. It's uh it's uncompromising. And and that's what makes it stand out even more. You know? Mm, you know, pretty sure they ate a fetus too, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's just like, yeah. Yeah. There was a, a fetus guy ate. Well, see, and that's the thing. It's like when you uh, you make the choice to watch movies like this, you know that it's not really happening. You know what I'm saying? Like you buy into the fictional nature of it. And once you, you kind of make that contract with yourself, it becomes a little bit more palatable, you know? That is a wise observation, Adam. And it uh, helps keep you from being utterly horrified when you see Art the Clown in another movie. Wait, so what? Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> what movie did you watch? Uh, that was All Hallows' Eve. So All Hallows Eve is the original. Is it the first movie that Art the Clown appeared in? Okay. I wasn't sure about well, that. Well, well, it's not well. the first movie. Oh. But it is the more popular one. Did he appear? Oh, man, I have to remember. Art the Clown, first of all, is one of the greatest characters ever. Um, but yeah, All Hallows Eve, we, yeah, because we talked about that on one of our episodes a few mm-hmm. seasons ago. Uh, uh, if it was... Go back and go into the our anthology episode where we talked about horror anthologies. Um, All Hallows Eve, yeah, man. So you, so you already, yeah, it's, he's a lot worse than Terrifier. Oh, God, yes. 
Yeah, he's intensely worse than Terrifier. He doesn't cut off someone's torso skin and wear it in in All Hallows Eve. He does very slowly saw off somebody's head, which, and he smiles at somebody while he's doing it, which is just like, oh, okay, Art, fine. You do you, buddy. He also gets stabbed in the eye in both of those movies. And it's like, he just doesn't care. It's like, whatever. He must have a good vision problem. No? Anyone? No? Okay. No. God damn it. When you get to my age, you make these, you know, you make insurance jokes. Yeah, when you get to Rob's know. age, you, you make, you know. You know how many years of my life I've actually had insurance? I don't want to think about insurance. Not many. Because I don't, I don't want to think about insurance. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for. I'm sorry that that's the most touchy subject that we've 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 come across on this podcast. We've talked about, we talk about health insurance. Oh, we talked about rough, uh, skinless I babies. Want, I hate skinless babies. Uh, <laughs> uh, baby because the plight, the plight of health insurance is a very real. <laughs> it's also the most horrifying thing we yes. could possibly discuss. Oh my god! So I'm sorry. So we we just shouldn't. Wow. Um, we should go into detailed description of what happens to Kurt Russell and Bone Tomahawk first. <laughs> but he did not have health insurance in that. Um, no, that no. He, sh- he sure as hell didn't. <laughs> it, it's only funny because then, right? Totally, totally off topic. You go see him in <laughs> the Behave Late. What? They fucking poison him there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did it go home and poison him there, too? Like, what the hell's going on here? Hateful, Hateful Eight is a great, uh, great thing to watch. Great movie to watch for the thing. You know what? As a matter of fact, you know what we're going to do? That's what we're going to do. We're going to watch the thing and Hateful Eight back to back. Alright. But you brought up the thing. No, this is where I start going off my different tangents. I hmm. just found I just found out. I was t- how they say I was today years old when I found out that the fucking Norwegians in that movie are telling the Americans that the wolf is a thing. Yep. Did you know that, Rob? Uh, no. Not until not until after I got through the movie again. Which, uh, spoiler alert, it's the first movie I watched for thirty-one days of it's them damn horror. Oh, oh yeah. shit! They're telling they're telling the Americans it's not a dog. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah, because honestly, when I watched that again, I was like, "Wait, why the fuck is he shooting at this dog?" And it just for some reason didn't occur to me because that ain't a goddamn dog. It's wearing the shape of a dog, but that's about it. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't realize they were literally yelling at the Americans that you know, to kill it. I also didn't realize that. Yeah. Huh. See? See what you learn on this podcast? You learn stuff. Knowledge bombs, All as I like shit. to call them. Uh, I gotta workshop that. That doesn't sound like it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Truth, truth, truth bombs? Truth Factoid bombs? Message? No. Um, <laughs> Factor of the week? Did you Outward know? Output of the week. No, that didn't work. I don't know. 
Where were we? We were talking about well, Empedagor. Final thoughts, Empedagor? Uh, yeah. But I feel like we say that a lot about the movies that we, we choose, so. That's kind of well, I mean, we watch, we watch a lot of fucked up stuff. It's, um, yeah, it, we, we, we haven't gotten there yet, Rob. No, we still got stuff in the chamber. Um, Always save a clip. Um, if so, you, if you thought, <laughs> um, if you thought that Dead or Alive and Doomgasm um, were the end of the road, no, I didn't. Sorry, that, I'm, I'm sorry for you boys, men, but it's not true. Spoiler alert! No, that, that's not a spoiler alert. That's the cold, hard truth. Oh, I really thought you were about to do that. That's not a spoiler. That's a promise. Well, no. That's Which I would have I would have respected that. <clears throat> Copyright. I'm not trying to get sued. Uh, the person who copyrighted that doesn't sue people. He gets sued. But you're fine. Let's not get sued for implying someone gets sued. So <laughs> That's why you notice I didn't say any names. Yeah, but <laughs> they, they, they will find out. They, 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 they know what they're, they're not going to find out. They know what they do. First off, we ain't costing nobody no money. Let's let's get that let's get that right. Hey man. <laughs> we ain't just, no we ain't taking money out of nobody's pocket right now. I just, I just I just say the things. That's I all. That's I know. And for those of you who weren't aware, um Adam and I had a great time in Octoberfest. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was going I was going to talk about that on a on a special episode coming up pretty soon. We have a special episode, guys. Yeah, yeah. and it's coming up soon. Sorry, like in ten minutes. Well, oh, 10 minutes two days for you. Oh, two days for you guys. Behind the scenes look, look. Sure, fuck it. So, <laughs> if you dug in Pedagore, we gotta get back on track. Uh, I suggest Queen of Black Magic. Um, Satan slays both the original and the remake. Uh, the devil, may the devil take you, and may the devil take you too. Uh, just get on in there. Get Shutter. Shutter. Yeah, definitely get Shutter. <laughs> get Shutter, and if you can, if you can afford it, you can do it. Get Arrow. Yeah. Arrow is a fantastic service because it's not only horror. It's got some other great. Um, great, great movies on there, but they had a, oh my god, the offerings for this month for the horrors. They had a, they had all of uh, Fulci's movies. So definitely, check, you should definitely, Rob, you can. I think they were given the, I think they were given the month for free. Yeah, the month of October was for free, so when, when hop on that, so you can watch a few movies and then cancel. <laughs> can't you can't tell all the tricks on air? Era, we we wouldn't do that to you. We wouldn't yeah. do that because because yeah. Gotta, gotta space it out. I definitely am not about to do that with uh, Peacock. And you can't hint that you're gonna do the tricks on it. Pay, I paid for a month, and then I'm gonna cancel it. Y- yeah, you know, you just gotta... Yeah, you paid for it. Why, would I, why did I do that? Tune in to the special episode to find out. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. Is that a... Is that a... Like a... freshly say, not only for the next episode, but because this has been... Oh, another episode it's- of It's Damn It's Lots of the Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, you can leave us a non-trivial voicemail at 
uh, for more awesomeness. You can check out all the other shows on the Scatterbrain Radio Podcast Network at scatterbrainradio.com. Shout out to podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, who's responsible for making the sound oh so spectacular. Thank you, Mark. You got it. If you dig what we do and think we're a good fit for pushing what you do to the masses, our contact information is in the show notes. So uh, until next time, thank you for listening and goodbye. See ya. Adios. <laughs>